This is Pulse 95. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. This is Future Talk. Future Talk. Future Talk with Amiel Saleh and Hany Balkis. Happy Tuesday, everyone. Hope you're all having a blessed afternoon and excited to find out the latest in what is happening in the tech world, in the UAE and around the world. It is one happy Tuesday right here in the Pulse 95 studio as we kind of reflect on our Amazon purchases. <laughs> I'm sure Hani has must have done a couple. No, I'm believe guessing. it or not, uh, I didn't find anything. Yeah, worthy? I have. Yeah, I didn't find anything worthy. Um, I think I'm growing up. <laughs> Because I tried to look for something. I, tried I think you're just being bu- more budget conscious. I don't even think it was that. I just didn't see anything uh, appealing to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, mm, I have that already. <laughs> you know, what? I, actually, I do want something. So I will oh be looking God. at that. I, I, I spoke too soon. Um, but let us know if you've made any dangerous purchases this Amazon Prime Day. Our text lines are open for 215-DO-IT-IS-A-LOT or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. We want to create like a conversation of probably mm-hmm. some of the most interesting purchases that we've done on such days. But enough with purchases and spending money. Let's talk a little bit about vaccine passports because we're going to be discussing Germany rolling out a very unique digital certificate that I'm sure is going to be making travel a lot easier for so many people. Yes, and we're also talking about SpaceX and how they're launching a U.S. military satellite with a reusable rocket. Now, SpaceX, we do know they want to keep those rockets for themselves. They don't want to waste it and at the same time, save the environment and reduce space debris yes indeed coming up on today's show if you have not received your emirates id just yet or are currently working on renewing it we're going to tell you a very easy and quick manner where you can do it with a single tap no need to visit any government entities physically yes and also ladies and gentlemen we're talking about a flying ferry and how regent's electric sea glider could revolutionize the commute between people or even the commute between Abu Dhabi and Dubai. Yes, indeed. Coming up on today's show, lots is happening in the world of apps as well. We're going to be talking about Facebook competing with Clubhouse. But could this become the brand new Clubhouse right here in the UAE since the original Clubhouse does not function anymore? Lots and lots is in store on today's show. So keep Pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back. Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Germany has rolled out a vaccine passport and already more than 22 million people have received that digital certificate. Now, more than 22 million people have acquired that vaccine passport in Germany in only the first 10 days after that plan was launched. Now, it is called the CovPass app and allows Germans to use their smartphones to show that they have been vaccinated against COVID-19. Now, we're looking at how Germany is just picking up on this, Mm -hmm. right? But right here in the UAE, we've had that for a while now. We have, maybe, I think, August of of, of 2020? Are we talking about ever since Al-Husun app? Yeah, Yeah, August of 2020. I think August of 2020, because I was also thinking of that partnership that IATA, I think, were doing with one of the flights or airline companies. So there are so many ways where you can actually showcase that you've been vaccinated or you've received a PCR test on any application. And the UAE is definitely one leading example with al Husan application. But I'm wondering when we're going to have one app that works everywhere. 
-hmm. if that makes sense. So internationally, I can pull up this application and showcase that I've been vaccinated um, and what type of vaccine did I get? When did I get my first dose? When did I get my second dose? I think that would be when travel would be life changed. Yeah, I mean, already 26 million people have fully been vaccinated in Germany, accounting for just 31% of its population, and a little over half have received at least the first dose. Now, announcing the uptake for the CovPass app, the health minister did say that Germany's vaccination program has remained high. Now, we do know that the easier or the quicker people do get vaccinated, mm -hmm. we will see life come back to normal. Normality yeah. will come easier. Now, right now, thankfully, right here in the UAE, a big majority of us are vaccinated. Now, I don't know anyone who is still not vaccinated yet, believe it or not. And I know a True. lot of people. And I mean, I just think about it like this. I haven't gotten sick. All right. Knock on wood. Knock I, haven't on, got, I, yeah, I, I haven't gotten sick since COVID happened. No, you know, after my surgery. But yeah. after, let's say, July. Mm. Right. I haven't got sick ever since then. And I do believe it's because, number one, we're wearing masks. And number two, we are washing our hands more, more than more we aware. usually did. Yeah. More hand sanitizers. Um, and not only that, I mean, I got the vaccine, so I'm on double protection now. True. So, again, I do feel like life is going back to normal. And um, I, I feel like all around the world, eventually, we will all need to get vaccinated. Now, we do know that there is that COVAX uh, campaign where poor countries are getting the vaccines, and uh, especially when it does come to, 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 to uh, those poor countries. And we're looking at, I do believe, by 2022, hopefully, 2023, life should get back to normal. And um, uh, I can't believe back in 2020, we're like, oh, the minute yeah. New Year hits, that's it. COVID yeah. will be over. Y you know, Omnia, it's pretty funny. Yeah. You mentioned that, you know, because when the COVID-19 pandemic first started, when they speculated that it would go to 2023, 2024, everyone was like, nah. Yeah, no, no way. Nah, what do you too mean? Much. <laughs> but now we're looking at this is the only plausible and logical uh, time frame because still our numbers aren't that high. Mm, around but they're one, still there. 1,800. Yeah. You know, and um, our morality rate is still not. I mean, I, I do believe that as of now, unfortunately, but. 100 and something 180 people have passed away because of COVID-19 right here in the UAE I do believe I think but I, that's that's I, a pretty low number when you take into consideration other countries yes and why yeah. is that Omnia because number one vaccinations right vaccinations now a lot of people got the vaccine a lot of people got corona True. right but the, because you have the vaccine already in your body you won't get as bad of symptoms exactly you might just have a loss of taste you might have a little bit of, uh, of, a, a, of a small cough right so again, vaccination is the key to number one, protect yourself, and number two, to get life back to normal. True. And now that we've seen the Delta variant actually rise, we do have to be a little bit more cautious whenever we feel symptoms. So any little symptom, I would suggest people go and get a PCR because you just never know. You never know what could be a COVID symptom nowadays and what could not be, especially with the Delta variant. Things can be a little bit messy when we're looking at uh, the differences and uh, the lines between them. Let us know your thoughts. Text us in at 4215. Do it to us a lot. into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. Are you also waiting for that international application where wherever you travel, you just have to show it up and mm -hmm. showcase that you have uh, received the COVID vaccine on it? Uh, I, we're talking about the international application. Yeah. I don't think there will be one, mm. but 
countries will uh, acknowledge Trust each other. Trust each other, yeah. Right? You know, like, 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 let's say, for example, uh, Cove Pass for Germany, yeah. right? And then Hassan for the UAE. True. And they'll have kind of like a memorandum of understanding. Yeah. Saying, hey, okay, I, I, if I, I see this. Yeah, I'll trust. I, I'll recognize it, and you'll recognize my app. Yeah. Salam alaikum alaikum I was thinking exactly of that because you know, looking at a lot of Arab countries, what they do is they give you physical certificates, mm-hmm. and right here in the UAE, we don't have something like that unless you're talking about the vaccination card. Yeah, but uh, you're talking about I. What I know when it does come to travel, yeah, uh, you just show al husna for leaving. Right? For mm. leaving. So the thing is, when we're talking about travel, Omnia. Yeah. All right. So the thing is that you have to have the app for the country you're departing mm. from. Correct. Oh, so yeah. if you're leaving al husn if you're leaving UAE <laughs> and you have al husn yeah. Automatically, let's say you're going to the United States, right? True. To get on the plane, anyways, you needed to have that PCR, PCR. test or whatever. And the country that is accepting you mm. will already put trust in the country you're coming from. Exactly. So it says, okay, case, yeah. uh, all right, just let them in. Right? <laughs> you have that PCR test and you're good to go. But some other countries, you do know, we have that 14-day quarantine, seven-day yeah. quarantine. It differs. Every government does their own thing, which they they do deem is best. But again, because um, my, my family is traveling, uh, I do believe, in a couple of, about a week. Yeah. Right? And uh, the only thing that was required for them was a PCR test and the husna. Yes, that's Fantastic. it. There you go. <laughs> New information every day whenever we talk about travel. Coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about a reusable rocket. Is this going to make space travel become a, lo- a little bit more sustainable? Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Have you ever wondered what happens to rockets after they la- they're launched? After they go to outer space and they do the mission that they have to do, what happens to them then? Do they just fill up outer space? In many cases, sadly, they do. And this is exactly why we struggle with space debris. And this is exactly why a lot of organizations have actually been created and committees have been done to make sure that countries actually are aware of space debris and take that into consideration whenever they want to go ahead and launch a new space mission. But SpaceX has decided to basically take another route with using rockets because they have put a U.S. military satellite into orbit by using a reusable rocket in a first of its kind. And this is going to be a very close collaboration happening between Elon Musk's commercial space company and the Pentagon. Yes, now uh, this is not the first time we've seen a reusable rocket coming out of uh, SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do believe that one time uh, a rocket went to space and came back down. And uh, we're looking at one of the company's Falcon 9 rockets. And now it took off from a launch pad at the U.S. Space Force Station in Cape Carnival, carrying a Lockheed Martin built navigation satellite. Now, for those who don't know Lockheed, that is the top of its line when it does come to military equipment. So those military, uh, the U.S. Army or the U.S. military yeah. trusted Elon Musk so much <laughs> that they're giving them top equipment. Now, the Falcon 9 rockets have flown and landed successfully 66 times in a row since 2017, but Thursday's launch was the first time that U.S. military officials entrusted the company's reusable rocket with a national security mission. That is very big for a for a government, for a U.S. military, armed forces, to trust a private company with their equipment. And nonetheless, 
it is very expensive and sending it oh, all the yeah. way to space. Exactly. But the beauty of reusable rockets, not only are they sustainable for the environment, but they're also sustainable to our pockets because they help reduce the cost of a lot of space missions. Now, the Falcon 9 is only partially reusable. So we need to be a bit more realistic when we're talking about how reusable is this rocket. The main engine stage is designed usually to, la- to land on an autonomous ship so that it can go ahead and fly again. And this is how they go ahead and reuse it time after time. They actually nicknamed the space mission after Neil Armstrong. And mm-hmm. the GPS satellite, uh, which flew into space on Thursday, was actually part of the latest generation of navigation satellites that were designed and built by Lockheed Martin. Yes, now, this obviously does come after years of planning. Now, military officials did clear SpaceX to carry military payloads like satellites using those reusable rockets, which will allow the Space Force to reduce the cost of its missions. And again, I'm looking at how this will be very beneficial for the environment, number one, and number two, ladies and gentlemen, for space. Now, Omni and I have talked about space debris before. It is a big issue. I mean, what goes up? must come down (laughs) and either they come down in the ocean or they stay floating in space until they come back down let us know your guys thoughts 4215 or on instagram at pulse 95 radio what do you think about this story are you excited to see that maybe one day we'll see a spaceship go all the way to space and come back down and land horse vertically (laughs) onto that space pad How do you tech? How, how, how do you tech? Well, there's a problem. What's right? your problem? A lot of people haven't been getting their Emirates ID, right? Mm-hmm. But obviously with every problem, the UAE always has a solution. And we're talking about Emirates ID. And if you haven't received it, we're going to be telling you what to do. Now, some UAE residents have renewed their Emirates ID, but yet received them. Have not this- received them. Huh? They have not received them yet. Yeah, they haven't received them yet. Now, this is because the UAE's Federal Authority for Identity and Citizenship is in the process of issuing the new and advanced version of that Emirates ID. Now, we do know that the Emirates ID is a a mandatory document to access all government and even some private services. And a lot of residents are worried, me being one of them, as I have an expired ID right now. Mm. And mine isn't being in the process of renewal. But if you are one of them, just like me, there is nothing to worry about. All you need to do is download the ICA UAE smart app and we're going to be telling you some simple steps. Yes, indeed. So the ICA has actually explained to us before that anyone who applied uh, for a new Emirates ID can continue to follow up with that service, but using the electronic version of that ID until the physical ones are printed and dispatched. This makes life so much easier because let's say you need that document for buying anything or confirming that this is your identity and you don't have the physical copy, you can always just pull it out from that application. I'm and downloading they- it right now, by the way. Oh, you haven't downloaded it yet. Yeah, I mean, uh, believe it or not, Omni, mm. when you told me about the story, this was actually the first time uh, I heard about it. Really? Yes, uh, I'm ashamed of myself. <laughs> no, that's okay. A lot of people have actually not heard about it. And that's because it's been actually pretty new that they've launched it. So the app is called the ICA UAE app. And the e-version of your Emirates ID could be used for any and every government service until 
you have your physical one in hand. So what you got to do is very simple. So first off, you will download the app. It's called ICA UAE. It's found on the Play Store and Google's Apple Store. Uh, then you'll go and log in to the ICA website if you don't have the app downloaded. Then you can go ahead and use your UAE Pass username and password or your personal account details so if you have an app called the uae pass it's usually used for all governmental services mm -hmm. basically you can actually log into the ica app using the same login information if you don't then you can either create a new account or i think use your emirates id username and password after you do that you'll go ahead and find the emirates id option you'll apply for emirates id renewal and then you'll receive a notification once you log into the system and click on personal wallet, you can simply choose your ID, press the QR code, and you'll get the electronic version of your Emirates ID. I so mean, simple. So simple. And a lot of people need this, right? Mm -hmm. Not only for accessing government entities, but as well as private services. True. Now, right here in the UAE, without your ID, you are literally lost. You have mm -hmm. you have no identification. You're no one. <laughs> you are no one. You need it. It is a mandatory thing. But the new design for the Emirati Passport and Emirates IDs were actually first announced in last November of last year. And again, the new identity documents will actually feature additional visual and electronic security features to actually combat identity fraud and to strengthen national and international confidence in travel documents. So we're looking at the backtrack of some IDs because obviously they want to make the experience better for us. Yeah. But at the same time, since we can't actually have the ID yet, we have the next best thing, which is that digital ID. And I just downloaded right now. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to be signing up in just a bit during the break. Okay. And I, I'm really excited because I want to see uh, how that will, like. because again, it's in process. Will it be updated or, or not? I'm really, I want to know what's going on. So uh, I I'm, think I'm in, excited. In your case, you'll get exactly what your new one would look like, but just an e-version of it. Mm -hmm. So it will be valid, whatever it is that you need to use it. Let's say, God forbid, uh, you got a fine, uh, yeah. you have uh, any, any form of personal identification, this would be valid for sure. For any government service, it's valid. And I'm sure the same applies for any private service as well. Let us know your thoughts. Have you downloaded it? And have you seen what your Emirates ID e-version looks like? Share with us your thoughts at 4215. Do it to Salat or sign into our DMs at Pulse95 Radio. But keep Pulse95 locked because coming up, we still have lots in store on today's show as we talk about flying ferries that could possibly be the future of transportation between the different Emirates right here in the U.S. This is Pulse 95. Check this out. Check this out. Pulse 95. How many times do you wake up for work, you're half asleep, you still can't wake up, this is like your third, fourth cup of coffee, and you can't even imagine, you can't even begin to imagine having to step into your car and drive yourself to work. Like, it's hard enough going to work, let alone <laughs> having to deal with the commute to it and the commute back home. But what if we told you, you could simply take a flying ferry pretty soon. Mm -hmm. No, no driving, no cars. Someone yeah. drives for you and you're basically flying over every form of traffic. And it's electric. Ooh, yes. more sustainable. Yeah, we're talking about a Boston startup and how it's developing an electric-powered vehicle with a top speed of 290 kilometers per hour. Now, we do know that commuters right here in the UAE have long wished for a flying car or even Hyperloop to get from home to office. But what about a flying ferry? And that's what we're talking about today, ladies and gentlemen. 
Now, that startup is called Regent and is developing an electric-powered sea glider to connect coastal cities, dusting off, let me tell you, that Tesla generation Mm -hmm. and creating a new mode of transport in the process. Now, we're looking at how ferries were, were, were very popular during the Cold War. Yeah. Right? But now, they are coming back to life in 2021. Yes, indeed. And this ferry is a very interesting, has a very interesting design because it comes in between a boat and a glider. So it looks something similar to both. And it actually has a lot of competitors when we're talking about yachts because it has that design of a yacht, but at the same time, it's a flying yacht. It's interesting to mention, but the design is beautiful and it basically operates in the sky. It flies a few meters above the water surface and it has the high speed of an airplane, but at the same time, the low operating cost of a boat, which means this could be very budget friendly for people who just want to use it to commute to work, to go between cities, or right here in the UAE, to go between Emirates. Now, once uh, the ferry actually motors out of the harbor on a hydrofoil, a sea glider takes off at a low speed using the water as a runway, then it flies over the waves at a top speed of 290 kilometers per hour. So it first starts on on a boat, and then that boat takes off. Yeah. And it remains over water, which to to be honest, to me, it gives me a lot of peace because I'm sure you've probably heard this as well. If a plane, let's say, crashes in sea, it's a lot safer than crashing in land. You have a higher chance of survival. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if ever, if anything... Water can be softer than land. Yeah. If anything, if worse comes to worse, you know, at least I know I might survive. <laughs> yes. Now, obviously, this is a point where they want to connect major hubs, major cities, mm. such as Dubai to Abu Dhabi, New York to Washington, D.C., or even the UK to France. Now, that company also does aim to address the growing demand for travel that is more environmentally friendly. Now, we do know that global transport emissions have increased by less than 0.5% in 2019, down from 1.9% since 2000. And that is obviously because electric vehicles, solar vehicles, we're looking at new means of transportation. And a lot of countries and a lot of governments worldwide don't want to depend on gas and oil too much. We want to go to that electric solar powered um, vehicles or maybe even um, electricity as well. Now, I'm looking at how this could be a very, very nice thing, but I don't think it will be your daily commuter. Mm. Obviously, it will be expensive because because I'm looking at Mm. the pictures of, uh, of this ferry, this flying ferry. I'm saying it only could probably get around six people. Actually, it holds a lot more passengers than you think. How many? Uh, when we're t- when we're looking at the research that has been done on it, uh, they say that it holds a lot more passenger than a typical yacht would. Oof. It has uh, it can fit into existing harbor infrastructure. So, like with let's say the Skyway, uh, the Sky Pods, the Sky Rail, the Hyperloop, you have to create new infrastructure for it. You know, yeah, you got water; it's already there. It that's what takes more time. But with this, you've got the water, you've got the harbors. It will basically leave just like a yacht or any boat would. Also, if there are any uh, unknowns, that can actually deal with them a lot more easy, mm-hmm. uh, easily because, again, it has that safety net with the water and the safety net because it launches from, um, what's it called, from the yacht itself. People are imagining that in 2025, we would have about 100 docks of those sea gliders. But an exact number of how many people haven't said yet, but they would say as much as would fit into a yacht. All right, so it's saying that it could result in 50 
to 150 passengers capacity. Whoa. And that is sailing between the UK and France by 2028. Can you imagine that? Like But they look they look so small in the pictures. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. They Whoa. I wouldn't think they fit like a 50 or a 100, but not even 100, 150. Oh my 150. god. 150. <laughs> that's that's a lot. I don't know, man. And it's I'm, fast. It really look like it it flies like a plane and glides it, like a glider. Yeah. And is on the water. <laughs> like right. a jet ski. <laughs> Looks and pretty he's cool. Rapping now. <laughs> right? I mean, I, I like it. I would probably uh, would you, jump would into you, one, yes. Would you ride one? Yeah, I would ride one. I would ride one. I mean, if I it, could. it'd be pretty cool, but I'm 100% sure it would be it's expensive. Have you seen the video that they've launched? Yeah, I mean. It's beautiful. I mean, it's like. It's like a, it's like the child of a ship in a plane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, but I'm, 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 I'm sure it's expensive. I mean, cost efficient is is uh, is what I'm trying to look for right now. They say it is, but I don't know how cost. Like, I mean, because like, when we talk about the, cost efficient. the Skyway, when we talk about um, the Hyperloop, mm. those were supposed to, you know, kill kill the train system. Yeah. You know that the, these are the are the are the quicker, the cheaper, the faster. Yeah. Right. Again, you don't want to go to a better transport per se when it does come to sustainability, to um, to quickness, but pay a lot. Mm, you know, true. no one's gonna no one's gonna use it. Yeah, no, okay. uh, 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 some people will use it, but yeah. Again, I, I when we're looking at public transportation per se, it is mostly aimed at the less earning people. True. Right. I mean, because if if you're earning a lot, obviously. You have a car, and that's why buses. I, I'm not gonna go into the economic, uh, the economics <laughs> about it. But ladies and gentlemen, let's know your guys' thoughts. Four two one five do it slots or on our Instagram at Pulse ninety five radio. Would you jump into a flying ferry to be your daily commuter? Pulse ninety five. Pulse ninety five. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse ninety five. So I'm gonna give you a demo of what happens in the Facebook marketing offices when there's a meeting, right? <laughs> so all you these, work there and we don't know all these board of directors, they, they gather up, yeah. right? These marketing specialists, these marketing managers, like, listen, we need to reel in more customers. We need to make people inclined to use Facebook, mm -hmm. right? Mm. And my team and I, not me, I'm, I'm speaking as if yeah, I'm a marketing yeah, we manager. We have the, the new Facebook employee. Sinak, act, act. I'm, yeah. I'm giving you guys a play. Manager, man. Right? I say, yeah. I have an idea, right? Me mm. and my team, we've set it up and this is basically what we're going to be doing, right? Copy and paste. <laughs> copy and paste what? From who? Exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. We copy and paste anything we see. And that's what they're doing. They're literally copying and pasting oh. Clubhouse. Now, for those who don't know, Clubhouse made a very, very, very big ruckus back, I think, about two months ago mm. when it first launched everyone and their mama was on that app, even though it was invite only. And now Facebook does want to launch a Clubhouse-like live audio room and even podcast. So we're looking at, again, how Facebook just says, you know what? I like this idea. Select all, control A, control C, control V. Branded Facebook. Salam alaikum. Wa alaikum salam. That is literally what is happening. Any feature you may find on Twitter, Instagram. I mean, Instagram is Facebook's sister, but still, they'll copy and paste anything and everything. Now, them rolling out a potential clubhouse, I don't feel like it's going to bring them any new customers. None at all. Simply because it's Facebook. You know, if it, would, if it was Instagram. I mean, Instagram tried. And... 
What, did they try? No, they had they, the they, live they, they, already. They did it, but they didn't it, have anything with just audio. It, but Twitter tried, and tw- tw- Twitter is is okay, right? Spaces is fine, but it's not making a loud noise no, no, like no. Clubhouse did. But you know, on the uh, right mm-hmm. again, Facebook has a very bad reputation. Not mm. Facebook. Well, Facebook does have a bad reputation, but the people who use Facebook mm. have a very bad reputation. Okay. Right? Again, I'm not saying everyone, but again, I'm talking about mostly the people in America, right? Okay. People in America who use Facebook have a very bad reputation. Number one, uninformed. And number two, very gullible. Mm. Right? And number three, with their controversial controversy, conspiracy theory ideologies. I feel like it's just an essays social media platform. People there just type out essays. Imagine you're having a debate with two people who think... Crazy aliens and they're going crazy, conspiracy theories and stuff. I mean, I don't feel like this is educational. You know, Clubhouse was supposed to be for the intellectual. It wasn't, honestly. In the beginning it was, and then 18-year-olds started to know how to use it, right? (laughs) They got invites. That was the issue. That was the thing. And then it became more of a social, literally, a Clubhouse. But again, I don't think that any, any intellectual will use Facebook because, again... We're looking at a demographic, mm. right? The demographic of Facebook users are unfortunately the older generation. The older generation. Yeah. Not saying the older ge- are not. No, there are, are so yeah. many intellectuals yes. in the older generation. But, but. but but again, when it does come to the reputation of Facebook, a lot of people think that people who use Facebook are uneducated. Now, when we're looking at the statistics actually released by different, uh, I was looking up some statistics on who uses Facebook. You know, like let's let's get a. Let's get a, a percentage. Your great, great, great aunt. We all know that. Moms, aunts, Not grandmas. Even, I, 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 my mom doesn't even use Facebook anymore. My mom, you know what my mom always complains about? She's like, I hate how people on Facebook, speaking like Arab countries, yes. when someone comments, you have to reply back. Like yeah. if some if some woman says mabruk, if you don't say Allah barik fiki, the yeah. next time she sees you, honey. There's going to be some grudge, you know? There's going to be some some beef between you two. Like, mm. how come you didn't reply back? You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, Facebook is a very, very, very complex world. It is. Right? In the beginning, it was for the younger generation. The younger, younger generation, us, grew up. Yeah. We jumped on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok. You know how much of the younger generation uses Facebook? I, can, I, can I guess? Guess. All right? I'm going to speak in percentage. Yes. Okay? Yeah. I'm going to give you 6%. A little bit more, but you're so close. Nine. Not exa- That's it. Nine percent. That's women. S- That's women between the ages of 18 and 24. For males, it's even lower. For males, it's between... It's not... No, it's nine collectively, but for males, it's only between the ages of 25 and 34. So you don't have any any male younger than 25 average using it. I mean, again, I... I you I, deactivated at 24. <laughs> I left out. I, like, I don't need you. I, I deactivated at 21. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't need it. I'm out of here. Right? I don't, I don't, I don't need it. Facebook again. Um, for the younger generation, it died back in 2011, 2012. Yes. Right? But again, Facebook does need to keep a quota. They need to to mm-hmm. gather new customers, new consumers, new users, and they're trying to do that copy and paste with Clubhouse. Now we've seen them do it a lot with the with stories. I'm laughing because we you got Instagram stories, Facebook stories, WhatsApp, WhatsApp stories, stories, right? Hamam stories everywhere. Everywhere is a story. I, like, where does where do we put the fine line in saying Facebook? 
You are a multi-billion dollar company. Can I pay me money? I will come into your board of directors room and I will give you a new idea. Just stop copy and paste it. No, they, they're trying to be unique. You know how they're trying to be unique? By them actually allowing users to invite one another without a verified badge. So you can speak on a Facebook clubhouse without a verified badge. You, you there know, you go. You know, Omnia, More misinformation. What gave them false hope what? and false motivation mm. is that they did it once and they think every time it's going to work. Yeah. And the Arabic saying is, and how did that happen? Why did they think that it's going to work every time? Back when Snapchat released their stories. And Instagram, Instagram copied. Was like, oh boy, let me get some of that. And they copied it and pasted it onto Instagram. And everyone left Snapchat. Yeah. It was sad though. And it actually, it made a lot of people start to use Instagram. And they were like, we don't need to use our brains anymore. Let's we'll try let it again. <laughs> everyone do it and we'll just copy and paste. But again, when is the when it was the last time we saw something innovative coming out of Facebook? When it does come to their social media platforms? Nothing, honestly. Even though it's one owner owner behind Instagram, Facebook, and WhatsApp, Instagram some features do boom, like Reels, like the stories. But again, Omni, we talked about a couple of days ago. Reels is not doing as well yeah, as they expected. As they thought. That's why they're introducing ads to try and monetize. So again, ladies and gentlemen, that just goes to show <laughs> that I, the predictor. <laughs> Fortune teller. The fortune teller of social media and technology. I, when I say something, I say it not based on my crystal ball, but an educated theory and hypothesis there that you go. it won't work. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Future Talk for today. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts for 215. Or on our Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. Do you think Facebook is going to flop again? Or will they win the clubhouse race? We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse 95. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 2 p.m.